fellow traders. I am so excited about today's episode. And for those who love music and singing, this will be your favorite, I am sure. Uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to Dietrich, everybody. I will be sharing Lauren Daigle's song called You Say in just a few minutes. Well, you may call it sharing. Some of us call it butchering. <laughs> <laughs> but first, Dietrich and I want to share something with you beforehand. So we've been doing this series for a while now called You Can't Handle It. We've been focusing on Isaiah 59, where God is pointing out to the nation of Judah their sins, which is murder and lies. So we've been comparing the United States to Judah, particularly in the aspect of the, of sin of lying, and ex, we've been exposing all kinds of lies, lies that exist in every facet of our society, government, media, healthcare, and even lies within the church. You know what we haven't really talked about are the lies that are most damaging. And those are the lies that we allow many times the enemy to feed us through our own minds. You know, Satan loves to feed us lies with partial truths or some distortion mixed in because it has to have some truth in there for us to buy it, right? You know, Satan may do this through those around us, through what our parents, our siblings, bosses, our co-workers, or even our significant other may say to us. Now, these are things that people may say or do to us, or it may just be things that we feel like they are saying or doing to us or how they treat us. We take these things and we constantly dwell on these distortions and lies over and over again. Then these lies become natural and comfortable to have around. So, of course, we feel and act on these false thoughts, these lies that we have in our minds. We keep tossing them around in our minds, battling silently what we may not even be aware of. And that is that we have been deceived by the enemy, Satan, through our own doing, by giving him free access to our minds. Now, remember, this is the same enemy, Satan, who is out to destroy us. He wants to steal our joy that is ours as a believer with the ultimate goal of being in doubt about our creator, God. In Satan's arsenal, one of his biggest weapons is doubt. Satan loves for us to question who we are and how we measure up to others. He wants us to feel insecure over our meaning and purpose for our lives and where we're going and how we'll get there. And here are some lies that Dietrich and I have allowed the enemy to tell us. See if any of these sound familiar at all. First one is, if I could just blank, you fill in the blank, then my life would be amazing. Or everything stinks when obviously clearly it doesn't, not everything. Or how about the lie we tell ourselves when we say, well, I would change, but I can't. And we say that because we've tried and tried time and again. We've failed so many times. So we think, why try? Because nothing I do is right. One that's related to that is, it's too hard. I can't do it. Or when you say, you think that, man, I'm just not cut at this. I don't have those skills or the time that's needed or the money or the talent. Just like you don't have the talent to do a podcast. Get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't. I was, that was not a half truth. That was a whole truth. <laughs> Dietrich's being a little Satan right now. <laughs> yeah, we also say to ourselves, sometimes we say, I'm just not ready. The time isn't right. You know, if you're feeling like you need to do something, isn't that the time to do it? Or how about sometimes we feel sorry for ourselves and we think nobody understands. We're allowing ourselves to believe a lie. There's always tomorrow. Or we think, I won't hurt anyone. I'll just do it this one more time and nobody will know. And then one more lie we say to ourselves is, it will never 
happened to me. Or you start looking around at other people and you say, man, that person has just the perfect life or the looks or the perfect family or personality. And why don't I have that? Sometimes we say to ourselves, we say, why is my life harder than everyone else's? Or we say, you know, if I ignore this, maybe it'll just go away. We'll say, I'm too young. I'm too old. I don't have a choice. Now, here's one that I have personally never dealt with, but some people may have this issue. They say, well, that person's wife is so much better than mine. Well, of course, Deidre. It's because I am much better. (laughs) (laughs) Now, okay, there's a perfect example of believing the lie. (laughs) You know, another one we say to ourselves sometimes, we say, this won't hurt anyone. It only affects me and it'll only be this one time. Just this time, right? Or we may say, I'm stuck in this place, you know, whatever this place may be, and there isn't any hope. I'm just giving up because I'm no good. Here's one that Satan loves to throw out there. Uh, God doesn't care about you. You know, he wants you to doubt God or doubt people or yourself. Like, no one cares about me. No one calls me. I don't have any friends anymore. Everyone's against me. Or this person is more popular, more beautiful. Or I'll never lose weight. Why even try? Social media seems to really bring this on. We start looking at other people's posts and then we start comparing ourselves with others and the enemy just loves to use it to bring you down. Louis Giglio, he's a pastor and author. He wrote a book called Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at the Table. Now what that title is referring to is Psalm 23 where it says, you have prepared a table for me in the presence of my enemies. This is a reference to God where he prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies, meaning he will supply all of our needs. Now, this table that God has prepared for us, it's for two. It's for God and for you or for me. That is where we get to sit with God and we have fellowship with the creator of the universe because he cares enough about us that he wants to spend time with us so that we can focus on the truth of how much he loves us. What we allow to happen too often is we allow the enemy to have a seat at that table, the enemy being Satan. And that enemy wants to do something to us. He wants to have access to your thoughts, your conversations, your attitudes, your emotions. And what happens when he does that? The way you respond to people is going to be worse. The way you view your situation is going to be awful. And the result is your story is not going to be anywhere near as good as what God wants it to be. And because we do this, many of us waste time worrying, worrying about what other people think of us because we want to be valued, loved, respected, admired. And according to this website called gotquestions.org, this particular thing stood out to me and as I was reading about the topic of insecurity and I want to share it with you. The link is on our website, truthisnowtreason.com if you wish to read it from there. But the question said this, why base our identity and sense of self-worth on the opinions of other flawed beings When God's view of us is the only one that truly matters. The most important question we can ask concerning our identity is this. Who does God say I am? The Bible contains the only reliable answers about who we are in Christ. And here's a verse. Here's just one verse. It says Isaiah 43, 4. You are of great worth in my eyes. You are honored And I love you. We are thinking something other than this. We have allowed a lie to enter and fester in our minds because God says you are valued. Anything that's the opposite of what God's promises say, it's a lie of Satan. 
Have you ever been around a person that you just knew loved you? You know, I hope you have, because when you are, you usually thrive. We can be free to be who we are. We know we are accepted. We can experience a comfort and a peace, and we feel safe. But think of when you're around a person that doesn't like you. It's the opposite, isn't it? You can't be yourself. You feel uncomfortable. You're discouraged. You may feel degraded, and the list goes on and on. Back in Isaiah 43, 4, it said, You are of great worth, and that great worth means great affection and treasured means you are treasured we are all treasured and when the god of the universe speaks like that to you says you are worth so much you are honored that is powerful and god says i am exceedingly loved he does what he says and if he says i am loved then i am by the most important person A God who has 7 billion plus people to tend to, but yet focuses on me specifically. Basing our thoughts and actions on lies makes us insecure. Insecurity is a lack of confidence or trust, whether in ourselves or somebody else. But mostly it can be a failure to fully trust God. Jeremiah chapter 17 verses 7 and 8 says this, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. You know, think about when you're driving along and you're going on a bridge that's over a river, you take a look down and you see all these trees by the river. What do you see? They are all green. Why are they all green? Because they have a constant supply of water taking care of them, taking care of all of their needs. They have no worries. Our lives should be the exactly the same. We should have no worries, which means we should have no worries about our future or how God plans to take care of us. We have a promise in Philippians 4.19. God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. If we are a disciple of Christ, we have that promise. But if we fail to trust God about our future, this breeds strong feelings of insecurity and a lack of peace. The result is fear and depression. How many people we know that live in fear or deal constantly with depression? You know, fears about the future are rooted in a doubt about God's provision. And when we doubt God, Satan wins. Satan doesn't want us to think that God is for us, but rather that he is out to get us, which is simply not true. You know, God's word is how we deflect these myths. That's to see and expose the distorted, untrue things the enemy wants us to believe. Things that will cause us to doubt ourselves and God, which is ultimately what Satan wants. He wants us to turn our backs on God and not believe God's promises. Never forget God's promises. You know, we're transformed into the person God says we are when we make Jesus Christ the pursuit of our lives. That's the key. This song that Lennox plans to demolish, or I'm, I'm sorry, (laughs) This song that Lennox plans to sing talks about taking those doubts and lies in our mind. Watch it, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Lennox, I know you'd say that I'm going to be sleeping in the doghouse, but I'd say it's much more comfortable than sleeping in the same bed as you. (laughs) You (laughs) I'll have some peace if you sleep in the (laughs) doghouse. You know, this song that Lennox is going to sing, it's an awesome song. It talks about taking those doubts and lies that we have in our minds and filtering it against God's word. We should be doing this. When we have a thought about who we are and we're not sure that this is something that God would say about us, this is what we need to be saying. Okay, God, is this what you say about me? And if it is, then I choose to believe it. And if it's not, then I'm going to take your word and I'm going to see what it says about me. This song is called You Say, 
by Lauren Daigle and is being performed by Lennox.
Praters, I want to ask you to make sure you share this with somebody else because we love this episode. This is an awesome episode because guess what? This is something that every person deals with. If we're all honest, we struggle with our thought lives. We struggle with making our thoughts align up with what God's word says. So I guarantee you there is somebody else in your life that needs to hear this episode. I ask that you would share this with them. We want to see God's kingdom and God's disciples just grow as a result of this. We're glad to have you as our listeners, and we'd love to hear from you at truthisnowtreason at gmail.com. Until next time, my fellow traders. traders.